0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Essential Oils Movie Podcast. I am your host and the director of Ancient Secrets of Essential Oils, Rich Brader. If you'd like more information about the film and how it can help you educate your friends or family about essential oils, or how to use it to build your essential oils business, you can visit EssentialOilsMovie.com. Our guest today is Paul Bauer. Founder of Dreams Alive, a company dedicated to helping people discover and live their dreams and passions. He's the author of several programs, such as Creating Abundance and The Secrets of Manifesting. He's also the creator of a new program called Inner Chi, which we do discuss in depth later on in the program. He and his wife hold transformational retreats in Hawaii and Sedona that help people clear whatever stops them from living their lives with clarity, energy, and abundance. When Paul discovered essential oils, a whole new world of possibilities opened up to him. He now uses essential oils in all of his programs because of their incredible ability to heal at all levels, not just physical. After using the oils for several years, Paul discovered the hidden levels of the oils and their incredible powers to clear unresolved emotions and stagnant chi energy. It's his passion to share these hidden levels of the oils with the world. Let me throw out this disclaimer before we jump into the podcast. The content in the podcast goes extremely heavy and deep into the emotions of the human body. And so I just want to encourage you guys to hang in there. I also wanted to throw this out as well. I'm a person of faith. I am a Christian. And sometimes we might get a little nervous when we go into the emotional aspect of some areas or when we're talking about spirituality or chi or things of that nature. And so I want you guys to keep an open mind. I want you to really listen to what Paul has to say about how essential oils, if you can understand them in the right context, can really affect someone in a positive way emotionally. So it's amazing what an essential oil can do on the surface as far as if we put it on our skin or different ways we can use the oils when we diffuse them and things like that. But whenever we can use an oil to really affect our emotional state, it just goes into a whole another level. And so I just want to encourage you guys, keep an open mind as you listen to this podcast. uh, I think you're really going to find it beneficial and uh, we're going to jump right in. Here we go. Welcome Paul to the show. Glad to have you here.
1: Thanks, Rich. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Give us some of your background, because I know, like, every time I talk to you, you always say aloha, and I know you're from Hawaii, and you love the and you love the islands, and so, yeah, just talk a little bit about where you're from, and what you've been doing the last few years, and how you got into oils.
1: Hmm, well, where I'm from, uh, and you talk about Hawaii, it's like, my soul's from Hawaii, although I was born in Chicago, and... Uh, I found out about the oils probably about four years ago. Actually, let's go back even further. About 10 years ago, a chiropractor shared an oil with me um, and actually did it FDA-compliantly, Rich, believe it or not, Oh, nice. despite the fact that it was not even an issue back then. He said, Paul, I think the the root cause of what's going on with your neck is an emotional issue. Okay. He said, I think you should start using this, and I just went, wow. Well, I didn't get it in terms of the way that I understand the oils today. But that was what that was what I call initiation number one, and then a whole series of initiations continued from that point forward. And you you know you fast forward the tape to today, and it's like a completely different world. Oh my God! If I knew the oils had this much quality, vibration, energetics, uh, ability to shift our our emotions, our minds, our energy fields, um, I would have just um, stopped right then and, and changed everything that I was doing, including. Mm-hmm everything in my business.
0: So, Paul, talk about the power of emotions and why are they so important?
1: Hmm. Good question. Well, when you think of how emotions work, um, I remember a definition that Eckhart Tolle, the author of The Power of Now, spoke about emotions. And to get clarity on what it really means helps us a lot. So, you know, normally an emotion is just something like, you know, you feel something, you know, it's good, it's bad, it's up, it's down, whatever it might be. But the way Eckhart... Defined emotions is once a thought is, is thought, it actually gets sent like an, like a voice across a canyon. So if you can picture that in your mind's eye, the echo that you hear is the emotion. Oh. That's a profound definition. That's something that everybody can kind of get a, uh, an idea about and get a feeling about, you know. So thoughts are really just like um, one-time events, Emotions are the reverberation, so to speak. It's the echo that you continuously hear over and over again because the body often uh, soaks up those thoughts. Um, Unbeknownst to us, that's how the subconscious works. Uh, A wonderful teacher by the name of Candace Pert said this seminal phrase many years ago Your body is your subconscious. So no wonder, when we've been having so many challenges with our bodies as time goes on, we might think it's toxins and it's the environment and this and that. But the place that we least expect to go and discover some of the things that are really happening are listening to what the body is telling us. And one of my great loves, along with the oils, is Chinese medicine. In Chinese medicine, one of their most basic premises is, is that listen to your body because it's always sending messages. And that premise is a premise of healing because your body will tell you literally here's what's going on inside based on those thoughts, which were turned into emotions as time went on.
0: Right. Wow. And I think a lot of people from my understanding, as we've been going through this process of our film and interviewing people and discussing with experts is that emotions are, seems to be the root cause of a lot of our problems, our physical problems and so, yes. and I know our mutual friend, Dr. Stewart, he talks about when someone has an emotional experience as a child, that can lead to blockages in learning or in relationships or addictive behavior. But it kind of manifests itself physically later on in life, you know, through like maybe an illness or a disease or something like that. So what really stops us from, from having what we want?
1: It's two levels. One, either the mind, it's not clear. That is the conscious mind. Either our intent isn't clear, or two, and this is the much greater cause. This is where 90% of the issue occurs. It's at the subconscious level. There's a, an old belief, an old memory, an old issue. Sometimes they're called traumas that stop us. Even before you make the thought or before you, you take an action to create what it is you want. Oh, and wow. so 90% of the time, it's it's our subconscious. Now, that's not to say the subconscious is flawed in any way, because over 90% of the time, it's handling out all those, it's taking care of all those functions of our mind and our body, 24-7, with zero errors. The only errors that come in, if, if we would call them an error, would be when the thoughts begin a little bit flawed, or we've had an experience in our lives, let's say when we're In our childhood, like Dr. David Stewart talked about, or something that happened in the meantime, like triggers, you know, like you hear something interesting on TV, like these crazy phrases that are being tossed about in the media, weapons of mass blank. That's a trigger for most people today. It used to be if you saw a plane flying overhead after September 11th, that would be a trigger for people. Most people have pretty much neutralized that one because their plane's flying over all the time now, and there's no issues like zero. So it's just a question of our experiences and instead of driving us that we can, with our conscious mind, our conscious intent, come back and be the driver of the boat instead of the wake behind the boat. That's a metaphor I use quite often and people pretty much get it. The The wake behind the boat is the experience. It's the, the feelings. It's the sensations. It's the stuff that makes us feel stuck, if you will. But we often... Uh, we often forget who's in charge and with our conscious mind, we're kind of like falling prey to how we're feeling on the inside. We're like subjected to, uh, what the subconscious is, uh, let's say emanating or reverberating like we talked about before. But instead you step back, you become present. That's where the oils come in, Rich. The oils help us become present. When you're present, you can feel again when you feel, then those old unresolved emotions and unresolved memories can come to the surface and be released with grace and with love.
0: Can you give like an example of someone who has an unresolved emotion and how would they use an oil and maybe even which oil would they use? How would they use it to really clear that unresolved emotion up?
1: Well, I think it's important to to have the right oil to start with. Because not every oil may fit a given person or a given issue. So that's where energy comes in. And we can talk about that later. But the beauty of finding the right oil that matches what what you're going through is like um, knowing like what store has the item you're looking for. You know, you don't go to a, a, uh, a food store to find a set of ski boots, you know. Right. So if you want the right item, you've got to go to the right place. And so that doesn't mean that frankincense won't work for a given emotion that you're feeling. That's not what I really mean. There are particular oils, though, that have a unique vibration for a specific emotion. And that's what I discovered about four years ago when I started just getting into the oils. And I thought, oh, this is a whole new world, Rich. That The way the oils are designed they are completely not just a physical property or chemical property dimensional tool. There's multi-dimensions to these oils. And so let me step back just a little bit and give you kind of like a broader definition. Yeah. Here's a question that I ask people quite often, whether it be with young living or, or otherwise, but especially with young living people. And that is, what if you knew that you were tapping into only a fraction of the deeper levels of the oils that you currently have. Usually, you you can see the change in their face, and they, they just, they're flummoxed. They go, look, are you serious? Well, no, wait a minute. One lady said, I would feel cheated if that was the case. And that's kind of like a stretch, but, you know, every one of us has a different response to that question. The reason I asked that question was because I often do, like, little mini meditations with the oils, and I heard that. Even for my own self. So I do a lot of muscle testing. This is a little segue story here. My intuition one day said, muscle test your connection to this oil. Whatever oil I was using that day. might have been Clarity or Frankincense or whatever it was. I think it was probably Frankincense. So from 0 to 10, 10 being the highest connection to those levels of the oils that are not seen, they are invisible, and yet they are there. Just like radio waves. Okay, so we're not talking woo-woo stuff here. This is real powerful stuff. Right. And so I expected to be pretty decent. I've been using frankincense for years, right? Rich, I was shocked. On a scale of zero to ten, I tested out at about a two in my connection to frankincense. I've wow. been working with that oil and these deeper dimensions for years, helping clients, working with myself and with loved ones, and but it didn't set me back. It actually enlightened me because I said, think of how much more there is to learn. That's what's amazing. So with these deeper dimensions of the oils, is the new frontier relative to this whole community with Young Living or anyone else listening to this, even if they don't use Young Living oils? Um, the key is the purity of the oils, though. The purer the oils, the higher the vibration, the deeper those dimensions of those oils.
0: Right. So how specifically would you use it? Like, like, let's say frankincense.
1: So you're talking about in the context of emotions. So let's say I have a stuck feeling. You know, it happens to us all the time. Whether we, <laughs> whether we acknowledge it or not is a different story. Some people are, yeah, that's okay. I'm going to tough it out. I'm feeling down, but I'll, I'll get back into my achiever left brain mode. Well, I'm not that kind of person. I learned that was like the hard way of, of doing things. So let's say I'm feeling stuck. Let's say I'm not feeling quite right. You take out the oil that you've chosen, okay? And you take a nice deep breath. Hold the oil bottle, okay? You don't even have to open the bottle up yet. And for more, we can tune into David Stewart's trainings on this one, too, because this is where I've learned a great deal about this. Hold that oil in your hand. What I'm doing unconsciously right now is I'm taking my hands, I'm putting them towards my heart in the prayer position. Like so pretend like you're praying. Okay? With yeah. your Palms together. I take the oil bottle in my hands in my palm and I close my eyes, I take a nice deep breath. I slow down quiet or quieter at least. Now I've made a connection with the oil. That's probably the most important part rich.
0: Really? Too okay. often
1: people oh yeah, too often people are using the oils without having a conscious intent of what they want to do with the oil. And that's, that's pretty much the case for all personal growth uh, students, as we all are. And that is, is that are we clear about our intent to begin with? If you just want to get rid of something, that may not be all of the lesson. To make a connection with something that is higher than you, which that's what the oils represent, they represent a frequency and a set of domains and realms that most humans, A, don't feel, B, don't ever experience or see don't know how to experience right okay but that vibration (laughs) that the oils represent are a vibration that will never fail you and they always stay at that vibration as long as they're pure oils that's the real key phrase there and that's what dr oh i'm sorry
0: i was gonna i was just gonna mention that that when we interviewed dr stewart i mean he said exactly that he said that's why prayer works so well with the oils because when you put an intention on that oil, then, I mean, that's probably the most important part. And in, like instead of just putting an oil on your arm and hoping the bruise goes away or helps yeah. things like that. But if you actually sit there and, and uh, you put an intention on there, you get into prayer, you meditate, and then you use the oil, it's that much more powerful.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And one of David's favorite phrases is that oils are intent amplifiers, or at least that's my paraphrase. You know, they amplify your intent. They, because of their intelligence, Rich, that's the real key here. We're not talking about human intelligence, which is limited, as you probably know. You know, we, <laughs> we think we know it all as human beings. Like, oh, I figured <laughs> out the universe. Oh, you know what? Take a back seat because there's so much more to learn for us as human beings. There's an old phrase that's, that was used uh, by the Zen Buddhists and a lot of people that do meditation, and that is beginner's mind. When you empty yourself, whether it's in meditation or otherwise, what you're able to do is receive something that is higher than you. Higher lessons, higher wisdom. Not just knowledge. Knowledge is easy, but wisdom is applied knowledge. Wisdom is what helps transform us. Knowledge doesn't transform. Knowledge, you just you get a, a piece of a of a knowing of something. That doesn't change you. But wisdom is applied, and that's what the oils have. They're they're a repository, they're like this deep archive
0: of wisdom I'm not a distributor but I've I meet distributors all the time and yeah. and so whenever they're you know they're trying to build their business and sell the oils they I think they're just scratching the surface whenever they're telling someone how powerful yeah. the oils are because yes yeah. this oil can you know help your body recover from a cold faster or you know lemon can if you diffuse it in a certain way it can really you know bring out some creativity things like that but i mean What are some common things that people can do with the oils to help them remove blocks to success and abundance? Like what what would you tell someone that just wants to dive right in and really tackle the emotional part of it?
1: Well, let's pick up with that little example that we're using before. So, you know, you take an oil. It doesn't have to be a particular oil per se. I mean, if a person has financial issues, of course, abundance oil is fantastic. Yeah. But there's a there's another range of oils. They could use release, they could use transformation, they could use awaken. Um, but if you only have frankincense, like what I really love to say and share with people is, is that if you just have just that limited set of oils that you've begun with, then start with those oils. A lot of people see the array of oils out there, you know, the 200 plus oils, and it's a little bit <laughs> overwhelming at least. Yeah. But it's also it creates a it creates like a longing or wanting, like, oh, I don't have those oils and I must not know my oils very well, and other people have more than I do. No. Well, just let's just put that to the side. It has nothing to do with our unique connection with the oils. So, here's something I'll share a story with you, Rich. This is really a perfect answer to your question. There's a gentleman that had just the basic premium kit of the 10 Young Living Oils that everybody gets. And he tried all these different ways. He said, Paul, I'm not feeling it. And I thought, hmm, well, how did you use them? And he said, oh, I did this and I did that. And I said, okay, do you want to have your own unique connection and then know from that point forward what to do with the oils? He said, yes. I said, okay, here's what to do. We began doing that process that I mentioned before. You take one oil, but I said, you know what, let's let's take a step back. Um, The guy's name was James. I said, James, before you ever even touch the oil, leave them in the box. Close your eyes. Tune in. Now, this is really deep stuff, Rich, and yet it's so simple that a a child could do this same process. You know how smart kids are.
0: Yes, all I know.
1: They they take on lessons as long as we're centered, you know. I said, okay, so ask for the highest, most beautiful, most inspired, and purest wisdom to come to you, your connection to God, beyond your human self. Just invoke that state right now. When we evoke that state, ask only that which is pure to be in your presence right now in this space and take a nice deep breath. You could hear the man take a deep breath. The state changed immediately. You could just feel it over the phone line. He didn't even say anything after that point. And this guy was, you know, kind of driven. He was up in his left brain, you know, and I said, okay, so the next step is before you even touch the box and open it make a connection to the oils in that box. He said, okay. And I said, so now instead of me telling you which oil to connect with, why don't you make that connection and then let your intuition choose which oil that is best for you. He said, okay. In about, oh, 10 seconds, he said it spoke to me. And I said, which oil? And he tells me the oil. He chooses the oil. He said, should I open the bottle? I said, no, not yet. I said, remember, we want to connect with the energetic field of the oil, not just its physical property. Therein lies the real core. That's that's where you and I are talking about now, but it's not just you and I, Rich. This is the next level. This is the, the next frontier of the oils. So he holds the bottle of oil. He does that process we talked about before, takes it in his hand, connects with the energetic field that... Exists outside of the bottle, they call it a morphic or a morphogenic field in quantum physics. He makes his connection, holds that same intent, that sacred intent. You could hear he had a smile on his face. You could just, you know how you can hear that across the phone, even though you can't hear the person saying, I'm smiling.
0: Right, right. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) And he was so peaceful. And I said, So, what are you feeling now? He said, Paul, incredibly peaceful. I said, Good you made your connection. He goes, yes, I can feel it right there. That's it. All right. You don't need to do any more than that. Technically all that you wanted already happened in that moment. But of course the mind likes to see the rest play out like a, like a stage play, you know, like yeah. a movie. Yeah. So, um, I said, so what issue would you like to work with? And he said, well, I got this issue, you know, it has to do with work and money and stuff like that. And I said, okay, so let's go back to the first time, anything like that ever happened, he goes, got it. Memory presented itself. We did not do some real deep session here. It doesn't take an hour when you're working with the oils with these frequencies and these dimensions and and with its sacredness. That's the real key. He said, I see an image of my brother. Something happened to him. I had to watch it. I had to experience it. And he said, um, the next step you're going to tell me, Paul, is to, to take a nice deep breath with the oil. I said, yep. Now you know. Now your intuition is telling you. So open the bottle. Take a nice thing. You know, take a drop. Place it in the center of your hand. We do a little exercise that Dr. Stewart taught me years ago. And that is, is that you, you place your right index, I'm sorry, your right middle finger, not the index finger, into the center of the left palm. And then you turn clockwise. This is with the oil in your hand, of course. Three times. One, two, three. Then you bring your hands together and bring them up to your face and take a nice deep breath. He started laughing right away. (laughs) And I thought, wow. I said, so what are you feeling? He goes, you know what, Paul? I can see my brother and the memory, but there's no more glitch anymore. There's no more pain anymore. I said, it's gone. He goes, Paul, it's gone. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. We didn't have to tell him how to do any special exercises. We didn't have to tell him how to you know, reframe this and reframe that or, or to how to go deep into the pain and you know, all these different techniques and stuff that we've done over time. He didn't have to tap in any meridians, which is still very powerful stuff. It doesn't negate any of the work that we've done, Rich. The real key is, is that he let something higher work on his behalf, but it was his intent that drove it. He opened the space. He created the sacred openness within himself. He opened his heart. And that's the real
0: key. Wow. Here's a question that just popped up because <clears throat> this is what I get a lot too with a lot of people who use oils are, are Christians, people of faith, they go to a specific church, they have a certain set of beliefs. How do you tell someone who might be a little nervous about diving into the emotional area using the oils? Because I grew up in the church and you get a lot of this... Uh, um, I don't know, for lack of a better way of saying it, it's like, well, if Jesus can't handle it, then nothing can kind of thing. Or just got to pray it away or you just got to do this or you just got to do that. And people that point like maybe towards an oil to heal an emotional issue might think that's unchristian-like or it's something of, you know, you got to be careful with. So like how, w- how would you tell someone who is a believer, um, you know, a Christian believer or, or you know, or, or any person of faith for that matter that would – when you talk about the oils and, and putting the intentions on the oils and helping them solve some of their emotional blocks, uh, wh- what would you say to that?
1: Well, first of all, at the beginning of your question, you used a key, phrase, a key word, and that was diving. Before they dive into it, first of all, I would suggest that they don't because that might be the fear. Like if they dive into something unknown, that's the next word. That's the, the elephant in the room. It's the unknown that whether a person be steeped in Christianity or otherwise, that all of us as human beings fear. We fear the unknown. That's the crazy part of this. Right, okay. Crazy in in the sense that it's something that we don't know that we fear, and yet we're okay with the things that we're familiar with, despite the fact they may not be good for us. How about that for a crazy way of, of living, you
0: know? Right. So the next thing I would say is
1: that instead of trying to immerse yourself in it, Instead of trying to make these oils do something for you or remove something, what if you just put a pinky in the water? To use the water analogy, you know, before you dive into the pond, as ch- as children, very few child, very few children ever just dove right into the water. They put their foot in first and they tested the water. Yeah, I think that's a very appropriate metaphor um, and a good way to do things. Like. I did not immerse myself in the oils when I first tried them. I just applied an oil called RC to my neck, and my neck started getting better day after day until I stopped going to the chiropractor. But I remember my chiropractor telling me it was an emotional issue, but he didn't tell me, Rich, how to do it. He didn't give me any of the how. Today, we've got all these lessons. We've got these books. uh, The reason I created Energy is so a person can just can discover the right oil and then know how to use it properly, apply it to the right what's called a clearing point or a chi point on the body, that's where it gets really good because then it's really specific. So it doesn't matter what your creed or your belief systems are, because the oils are non creed. They're non-brand they're 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 neutral because they have that oneness to them. They're not specific. They have no ego. That's one of the most beautiful things about the oil.
0: That's a great line. The oil is have no ego.
1: Yes. Yeah. I was thinking that this morning, Rich, before we, we got on our, our connection here today. It, it, what do you know? Or let's just put it this way. Who do you know that has no ego? Anyone? <laughs> Even people who are altruistic still have an ego at some level. Yeah. You know? We're, that's how we're built as human beings. Some people are, of course, more uh, balanced and have that less ego. So, But the real key here is, is that if a person has a concern about it, and I'm thinking about a woman that I met recently. She said to me, she looked at me after I gave a small presentation on energy and the oils and stuff, and she said, Paul, she goes, I heard what you said. that sounds really good. I've got the oils. I don't feel what you're talking about. I haven't had that experience. And I said, hmm. Well, would you like to? And she said, well, I'm not sure. And, you know, her, her nose kind of furled up. And, and I said, well, it's actually a very gentle process. I promise you. Well, you could hear her heart softening. And that's what I did. I went to my heart when I said that to her. I didn't, there was no selling, there was no cajoling, there was no uh, intent on my part other than holding space for her. She said, well, what do you have in mind? And I said, well, I reached in my pocket. I happened to have some frankincense. It could have been any other oil. It could have been eucalyptus, but in this case, it was frankincense. So I said, would you like to have an experience now? She said, "Uh, sure. Um, uh, Will it take long? I said, a couple of seconds, maybe. She opened her hand. We did that little thing we talked about before. She connected with the oil. She brought her hands up to her face. She took a nice deep breath in. When she brought her hands down, her face was completely different. She looked like a child. There was joy back in her cheeks. She had pallor that came into her cheeks, you know, like the, the flow of blood. Yeah, Her whole energy field changed. She was calmer. I said, so how does that feel? She goes, oh, oh, I understand Paul.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so she had to say, so there was no jumping into the water there, Rich. There was no like diving into the pond, you know, with the mysteriousness. Of it, all. it was, I, let's say I was that lady. I trusted Paul to share an experience with me. I got to have my own experience. Oh, that's what it's like? Oh, and that's what's profound. And that's what makes a sacred um, experience in our lives because it, there's concepts and then there's experience. Experience trumps concepts any day of the week because it's your own lesson, it's your own experience of it.
0: it. reminds me of, we had mentioned this- One of our first phone calls we had talked about. uh, I'd gone to a Tony Robbins event a few years ago, and loved what he does. And and what he does is is it it sounds real similar to what you just did in, you know, thirty seconds. What it takes a lot of people four or five days at a Tony Robbins conference to. (laughs) <laughs> you know, to go through. Tony's great. I love him. I've, I've, you know, I've read all his books and I've gone to, you know, we're actually going to go to one of his conferences here in a few weeks. And, and I, and I totally love the guy, but you know, what it is, you know, it's a, it's a very tiresome process when you're at the conference and you're really diving into emotional issues. You have emotional blocks. Um, and then he takes you through some exercises and, you know, things that really work. But I mean, how much more powerful if you could, you know, spend a few minutes with an oil, put an intention on that oil, and then it actually work, it's mind-boggling the potential that could mean for lots of people.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I think, Rich, that the effect of the oils has only begun. You know, the the transformation that's occurring Mm -hmm. on our planet, it's happening individual by individual. Yes. We're not going to change our systems, whether that be school, government, um, you name it, whatever system is broken, including a financial system. Um, and so we, as individuals make our intent to change and transform on the inside, be the change you seek in the world, as Gandhi would say, you know, Mm -hmm. and how much more simple can it get by taking something that is so pure as an essential oil. That is God's gift that came through the plants and the trees and the shrubs and the flowers that's there every day. And our own experience that um, bears out because when you, when you're feeling stressed, Quite often, the first thing we turn to is nature. Yeah, most people will do that. Now, some people, unfortunately, have been trained to turn to a drug, you know, an Advil, let's say, or a tagament for the gut, or or whatever the thing they take. That is unfortunate in the sense that it's distorting our signals in our bodies and our energetic field. If we come back to the simplicity of it, the beauty of nature, the beauty of the oils, we find that. You can have your transformation faster than you can imagine in a matter of minutes when your intent uh, is clear enough. And even if it's not, you ask on behalf of the oils and God, okay, I'm not leaving God out of this. That's, that's, if anyone ever is, is concerned about that, are, they, are you ascribing more energy to the oils than God itself or himself or herself? No, of course not. The intelligence of these oils is far beyond what a human mind could ever conceive of. Right, right. And so that intelligence is God intelligence. Mm-hmm. However you define what God is, whatever your creed or your belief systems are. You might call it source, you might call it creation, creator, whatever it is. The real key is, is that, because you know, I'm feeling this right now inside of myself, is can I allow myself to let go and surrender to something other than my own self? And if so, do I trust it that it's a higher consciousness A higher presence. If it's not, I let my intuition tell me that it's not. In this case, the oils represent that. They're a source of divine, pure energy that, like I mentioned before, it'll never fail you. And if you trust it enough, it's not really the oils that you're trusting, Rich. It's yourself. You're the field. You're the God presence. The Bible states, be still and know that I am God some people have misinterpreted that that's like someone else saying it but if the person actually feels it on the inside, that is not a mistake of words that is a inner centered presence, I am right. whatever you follow that phrase up with, you turn into you become that if a person says I am frustrated you create frustration, if you say that I am um um uh, my finances are drained and I am overwhelmed, you become overwhelmed. But if you state that quietness on the inside, if you meditate, quite often I ask people, by the way, Rich, how many here meditate? Eh, Scattering of hands, not as many as you would hope for. And I'll say, okay, how many of you feel a, a difference in your meditations and a bunch of hands drop. And it's amazing to me because meditation has been studied now for decades and decades. And people don't feel the benefit of meditation. But here's a real key distinction. Most people pray. But in an interview I did with David Stewart recently, I asked him, So, David, can you define what prayer is? And he said, Well, Paul, let me take it one step further. Let's make the distinction between prayer and meditation. Prayer is when you ask God for help. Meditation is when you listen. (laughs) <laughs> hmm. oh my that's the key right there
0: that's a brilliant you got
1: people you know like like uh, bruce almighty you know with jim carrey in the movie yeah yeah you got you got people praying all the time sending emails and text messages to god are they listening for the response <clears throat> do they know how to listen for the response when they get the response how do they receive it do they receive it with an open heart Are they willing to truly let go of the old patterns in the subconscious that aren't even theirs, good Lord? (laughs) Right. We (laughs) think that our financial issues are our troubles, that we created them. We think that our blockage in our – excuse me, got to take a drink of water. We think that the challenges that we created in our relationships are us. We think that whatever challenge pops up on our stage is us, and that's the problem right there. That's where the whole inner battle begins. One great thing that Eckhart Tolle has contributed to the field of consciousness is, is that whatever you focus on becomes you. You create an identity out of it. Where the oils come in is to help you free yourself of the false identity to come back to the true you.
0: Yeah. There's a famous worship song that is played in churches across America, you know, probably across the world. But the lyrics are, uh, let the weak say I am strong. And let the poor say, "I am say I am rich." So it's a very biblical thing to do. What mm-hmm. exactly what you're doing is, yeah. is, is a, um, you know, what you think about is what you become. What yeah. you say is what you know is what's going to happen. It, like that's what's going to manifest. And so it, it it it's it's amazing how how very biblical all of this is. You know, and it's I think a lot of people get lost in the terminology or in in some other things or 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 maybe the the technique that's used but i mean it's i mean (laughs) if you're a christian i mean it's just it's a very christian thing to do what we're talking about so so yeah no so so i think that's great and also and i wanted to mention as well i mean like one of mother teresa's favorite quote or you know or favorite quote of mine is when they ask uh you know they they asked her what you know like what do you pray like you know whenever you're praying like what do you ask for and she's like like i I don't say anything I, i just listen and so, oh, and profound. It, yeah, it's just profound because it's like, you know, you know yeah, I mean, let, let's sometimes we just get in the way of ourselves, uh, for our success and our abundance and our healing. And we just, kind of, you know, we just kind of, you know, we're our own worst enemies a lot at the times. And so yeah. using, yep. you know, being able to just understand that and being able to use the oils in the way that they were designed by our creator for, I mean, the, the, it's like there's no limits as to what someone can do spiritually, financially, um, you know, relationally. I mean, if you could just really harness that power, I mean, there is no there is no limit.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, let's go back to something that you said. Um, you said a phrase where um, whatever you think you become. Yes. Or- Words to that effect? Yeah. Well, let's go a little deeper than that because if (laughs) if that was totally true, then a person who learns that says, okay, I read the book, I read Napoleon Hill's books, I read uh, W. Clement Stone's, Um, whatever you thinketh in your heart is the distinction, but even that falls short for most people because they don't discover what they're feeling after they think something. So Mm. we go one step deeper in that is, is that thoughts create feelings. And that's the subconscious responding. So what you really do is you observe how you're feeling after you've stated something. This is a little, like a little inner dialogue thing that I discovered for myself years ago. This is kind of cool. Everybody can try this. And again, all the way from children all the way up to a person who is just getting ready to check out. You know, it's, it's this simple. You state your intent. Some people call them affirmations. Okay. So let's say that in the, in the context of uh, money, or abundance, you say something like, uh, you know, I am rich. And this is the exercise that I did. This is a long time ago. It's like 20 years ago. I had a feeling, my intuition was telling me, that something wasn't right. And I wanted to have a dialogue with my subconscious. Because that's the inner terrain. Remember, we talked about how that's 90% of all the stuff that's going on inside of us. Yeah. So I would say this. I took a piece of paper out and I said, I am rich. And then I listened. And the response was, no, you're not. Now, had kind I of stopped right there and just kept going and going and, and affirming and affirming, we know, first of all, that it won't work. And number two is, what do you cause? It's like you cause more resistance when you do that. Yeah. So instead, I settled down, went back into my heart, and I said the same phrase again, but I listened. And it said, I don't know how. Well, that's completely different. Now I'm fascinated. Okay, this is this is new information here. <laughs> yeah. This is new territory. I've never had anything like this before, but my intuition says keep going. S- keep saying the phrase and keep listening because now you're 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 creating a dialogue with your subconscious. Very few people ever get trained to do this. This is a very unique skill and yet it is so easy to do. I said it again. This time it was a little bit softer. It said something like, "Well, it's not showing up yet, but" You could tell there was a part that says, I want to believe, but that's not what we went taught. Huh. So I did it a few more times, and that finally about the eighth or the ninth time, I would state that little phrase, I'm rich, and there was peace. But the reason wasn't because I kept stating it. It was because I listened with an open heart. And I didn't demand anything of it. I was not commanding the subconscious like a lot of male author teachers teach these days. You cannot command the subconscious. That's like commanding your wife to go clean up the house when she says, excuse me, but you're the other half of our household here.
0: Yeah. Imagine
1: telling your kids. Imagine demanding your children do something. That's not the way kids work. You know
0: that. Yeah. That's dangerous even.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Exactly. So the real key is you want to enlist, you want to encourage, you want to make a, uh, a connection with the subconscious to open up that incredible archive of resources that the subconscious has access to. There's a real key that your conscious mind doesn't. The conscious mind can begin things, but it cannot finish things. Mm. So not to get too off, too, too far off on that, that phrase, but this, we want to make distinctions when we... When we make statements of, you know, like I think therefore I am. Well, it's a good thing that most people, that's not true because if they think that they're the worst thing in the world, they don't turn into that luckily because the rest of them carries them to the next step that says, actually, I think I'm a pretty good person.
0: Hmm. Hmm. It's also fascinating and it's things that I think a lot of people who use oils never hear but you have uh, this this program called energy talk a little bit about like about what that is and how it was birthed out and you know what you're doing with it right now
1: sure well the reason I created it is because when I first started delving into the inner workings of the oils like for example um, when I was feeling stuck one day and I just said okay okay I, I gotta go look it up again okay what 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 oil for for the first of all, what emotion am I feeling right now? You know, like okay, I had to slow myself down, I had to stop everything I was doing, because I was feeling pretty stuck. But my intuition said, you know there's an oil that can help you with this. So the next question was, well, which one? Good question. So I started pulling out my books, and I'm looking at the charts. And I'm trying to cross-reference, you know, with which oil to which emotion. And I would do that, you know, day after day or week after week, you know, however often it was, it was necessary. And I just got a little tired of doing that. It's too difficult. So my intuition said after I got really good at it, you know what, you got to make this easier for people. So mm-hmm. I built this little thing called Inner Chi, and I started showing it to people when we had a retreat, let's say. And uh, the people looked at me and said, this is amazing. How can I buy it? Well, there's a signal that the universe gives you sometimes when you created something that helps make things easier for you. But when someone outside of you says, I want this, how do I get this? That's the universe echoing, saying, this is good stuff. And I thought, wow. And I felt so graced that day when that person said that. So in essence, it's it energy is like having your own personal coach sitting at your side. It's like Socrates, you know, like Yoda of the oils sitting right with you. And you, all you have to get clear about is how you're feeling in the moment. Hmm. What's your challenge? Well, that's easy for any of us. You know, what problem? Start with that. Then it takes you to the, how am I feeling about that? And then energy does the rest. And it's so gosh darn simple. A person doesn't have to be concerned with, okay, well, the multidimensional frequencies, blah, blah, blah. that's all <laughs> too complicated at yeah. first. But once you start having that own once you start having your own unique connection with the oil, like that James story that we told you before, mm-hmm. yeah. everything changes from that point forward. Now, because you've got that connection, now your mind and your body and your energy field act as one, they act in synchrony. So the subconscious, if it does feel overwhelmed about anything, you can come back, look up, you know, type in the emotion you're feeling, type in the problem that you're having, if you don't know the emotion you're feeling, that's fine. You start out with the problem itself. Energy takes energy takes you the rest of the way. And it helps you solve it with an oil right there in the moment. Takes maybe five minutes to solve it.
0: So who can who benefits most from, from energy? Who would you say?
1: Literally anyone. You don't have to be a trained um, oils expert. You don't need to be a a personal growth, you know, magna cum laude. Anyone who has a sincere interest in their their mind and their heart, they want to have a transformation or they want to have a change. They want to have relief. They want to feel better. Anyone that wants to feel better can use energy. Now, another part of it that I did mention is it's, that doesn't just help you find the right oil. <clears throat> There's a whole training course that's part of energy, and it helps you understand these deeper levels that we've been talking about in your own experience of those deeper levels because you could stop the audios and then practice the lessons one by one. And you can do that at your own pace in your own time. And as time goes on, you realize there's many different levels of the oils. That's part of the journey. That's part of the incredible discovery. If you go back to the story that we talked about before, where I only had a two on a scale of 10 with my connection to frankincense, that difference of eight is the mystery that we all long for. And the oils reflect the mystery they reflect the, the cool stuff that's on the way. The transformation that we seek on the inside, Rich, is the great big mystery. And once you make your transformations, whatever they might be, in your finances, your relationships, your, your job, your the way you feel about yourself, whatever it might be, your health, when you're on the other side of that transformation, you got it. You have this deep, deep sense of knowing, like, oh, all is well. And that's an incredible way of being. When you actually feel that mm-hmm. I am well, I'm okay. That's probably the shortest growth. I'm, that's probably the shortest phrase in personal growth and spiritual growth that we can have. I'm okay. Mm. All is well.
0: Mm. So it's a it's a software, right? So software people can use on their computers. Uh, yes, can just... yeah, it doesn't
1: matter what kind of computer you're using. Could be a a, a smartphone, could be a tablet, could be a PC. You don't have to install it. It's all accessible through your browser. That's what makes it so easy to access. And here's a cool thing, Rich. A lot of practitioners now, a lot of people that are that are sharing the oils, are using it to teach their teams on how to understand, connect, and feel, and experience. So a person, let's say, that's new or intermediate with the oils can use energy for themselves, but they can also share it with their friends so they can have these deeper understandings these clearings, these openings, these satoris, in other words, like instant awakenings
0: that the oils are there to provide for us. Oh, that's nice. So not only can people use it on themselves or on their friends, but they can also use it to really, you know, if they're talking to someone about an oil or... Uh, potential client or someone to get on their downline they can also use that as well. Where can people go to uh to find out more information about energy and uh, to get access to it
1: well the website's kind of hard to, to I'll, I'll spell it out it's my e n e r dash c h i dot com
0: I will put the energy website into the show notes so people can just click on it and uh but yeah, you know what Paul. Any closing thoughts that you have about what we talked about?
1: Well, if we bring it full circle to what we were talking about from the, the onset, you know, the beginning of our discussion here today, you asked about emotions and, you know, how, how we can make changes or, or you know, what are what emotions and, and how we relate to them and how we can free them. Here's something really important to, for all of us to remember. I mean, this is for me as well. Our emotions typically are driving every decision that we're making on a day-to-day basis. Gary Young recently shared virtually that phrase. I quote, everything in our lives is determined by an emotion. Those are Gary's words. In U.S. News and World Report years ago, what they said was your unconscious is making your everyday decisions. Well, what's in the unconscious isn't just information. It's loaded with emotions. Now, there's a lot of good emotions. There's the I felt good when I graduated from eighth grade. I felt good when, I, when I, I had my first date. I felt good when all these great experiences. You have thousands of good feelings that are life-enhancing. But there are some life-depleting energies and emotions that are hanging out there in the subconscious. Some of them are traumas. Some of them are just mildly not-so-great experiences. Some of them are things that when we see something on TV or get an email or friends friend says something, they create triggers. It's not the, what the person is saying or what is on TV that is the issue. It's the emotional issue that got stuck in the matrix, if you will, in the subconscious. So the real key is to, number one, become present. Like in other words, like just take a deep breath. Tune in. Allow yourself to feel the feeling that you're feeling. If you don't allow that, what's going to happen is you create more resistance because that's what it really is. So as part of the, the link that people can go to for Energy is a free report that tells people and teaches them a little process that helps them do this right there on the spot, with or without a know, by the way, on how to get clear in the moment, how to become present and how to feel good in a matter of seconds, not even minutes, because when you become present, when you when you actually Allow yourself to feel your feeling. You're freeing up stuck chi, we call it. In Chinese medicine or in many other practices, they call the word a little different. They call it energy. They call it prana, shakti, whatever it might be called. I love to call it chi because that's the ever-present energy that runs through our mind and our body that keeps us alive. Mm. It's the god energy. So chi stagnation occurs not just because of an accident. It's because we are resisting life without even realizing it. That's huge. So the, that's where the oils come in because the, the oils are the life force energy. They're filled with chi, And when we take a step back and breathe in the oils, it changes the chi flow. Mm-hmm. It opens up the chi blocks. So I think that's a good way to close. Is that's what energy helps us do is it helps us discover the right oil for us in the moment. Open up that chi flow. Remove the stagnation of energy. And you feel like completely clear in a matter of minutes because that's what you deserve and that's what the oils can do for us on the inside.
0: Wow. That's just, that's, that's powerful. And I think it's going to really bring to light a lot of the potential of the oils when people listen to this. So. Rich, we're just scratching the surface with the oils. Oh, I can that's imagine. Hummus. Paul, but thank you so much for taking the time out to be on the podcast, and I will put the website in the show notes as well as uh, all your contact information. So if people have more information or if they want to uh, go visit the website, they can do that. Maybe we can set up another call and do kind of a part two. That I think that'd be a lot of fun.
1: Sure, it's awesome. Thank you so much, Rich. It's been fantastic today.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely we'll uh, we'll definitely keep in touch. So we'll talk to you soon.
1: All right. Thanks, Rich. Aloha to you.
0: Aloha. For more information about Paul Bauer and Inner Chi, please take a look at the show notes. You can also go to EssentialOilsMovie.com to check out the Ancient Secrets of Essential Oils full-length feature documentary. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon.